Hi, I'm Josh Van Berkel. Welcome to the Activate Christchurch podcast. It's our privilege to share it with you. I hope you enjoy it. And if you ever find yourself in Christchurch, pop in and say hello. We'd love to see you. Oh man, what is good? And what does the Lord require of you but to do justice and to love kindness and to walk humbly with your God? This is Micah 6, looking at verse 8, and this is what stood out to me uh, when I came to think and talk and pray about uh, what I was going to share with you guys um, on humility. And hearing all the words this morning and seeing everybody participate and engage and just bring themselves into the presence has just affirmed for me everything that's God's been saying to me that he wants me to tell you since I went to bed last night and this morning. Um, spend some time putting effort into my messages. That at the last minute, God kind of really honed in and goes, this is what I really want you to talk about. So um, let's just change a couple of things. Uh, what we're also going to do today, um, if you weren't here last time we did this in January, uh, but... We're on a journey of growth, and Josh has spoken about this before, and we've done it before where we're going to spend some time today where I will break you up into little groups um, just to be a part of this process where not only are we present, but we engage, um, we try and wrestle with the process, wrestle with the words, but also we contribute and we come to give something back, as kind of Josh was just saying beforehand. Uh, so that's just a little prep. Be ready to absorb um, whatever it is that you kind of feel jumps out of you. I've got a couple of minutes just to break this down a little bit. So walk humbly with your God. When I think about humility, uh, often the first thing we think about is being humble with each other's. You know, uh, Josh said last week, it's not about lowering yourself, you know. Um, it's not about thinking that you're less. And what I want to kind of start with today is to think that in one sense, that's the, the same, you know, with God. And I'll explain that and I'll get that in the end as how we are not completely lower in this side of the cross. But... We are called to act justly, be kind, and to walk humbly. And in Micah, and through all of the kind of the small minor prophets, this is kind of a bit of a courtroom drama. And God's just laid out a case against Israel and just said that, look, what are you doing? You've messed it up. Why aren't you following me? Why aren't you with me? And just before this, in verse 6 and 7, uh, after God's laid his charge, the Israelites go, well, what do you want? You know, how many rams do you want? How many like, gallons of oil can we give you as an offering? And you know, Micah replied and said, what does the Lord require of you but justice, kindness, and to walk humbly? And a little side note, at the end of this verse is a question mark. Um, a few of the kind of translations don't have that question mark, so it's kind of, is it a statement or is it just kind of a, maybe a rhetorical question? But he's just saying, from everything, from the covenant law that I gave you, you still haven't got it. Like, really? You haven't got it. 
but to walk humbly with your God. What does that mean? In Genesis 5, we have a story where we're getting um, the lineage, the, the generations from Adam to Noah. And it goes through and it lays out all the fathers, lays out their sons, daughters, and how long they lived, and then they died, and then this this person lived. Then it comes to Enoch. Enoch walked faithfully with God. Then he was no more because God took him away. He's the only person in the passage that didn't seem to die, just taken away. But he was the one who walked faithfully with God. And there's something in that with how we live our lives, how we walk, how we have a humble attitude and bring ourselves humbly to God. And so the first thought we have is how, how are we walking? Walking, it makes me feel like it's a a present thing, it's a continuous thing. We're always doing it day to day. We get up, we walk around. Are Are we walking with God? Is the humbleness actually just a point of recognizing that we've got to take the presence of God with us in everything that we're doing? And this is something that comes through to me time and time and again. It's like, you know, an encouragement. Take God with you into your workplace into your conversations, and um, I was just blown away, actually, a few weeks ago, I met with Gene for a coffee, and he just kind of said, you know what, don't you just feel that sometimes life can be so boring without God, and I was like, oh, I don't know, I kind of feel like I've got enough on my plate, Um, I'm sure I'm more than occupied, you know, but there's something more to be had. And, you know, he went on and said, look, you know, I'm at work, I'm listening to the audio Bible, I'm listening to worship music all day. And I just thought, man, I feel like I'm so far away. I'm not saying Gene's already there, you know, Um, but there's definitely something more that I can do, you know, to bring myself and walk with God uh, more often and be more humble. Um, Because I want to act with humility to God. And it's about that position. But Israel missed that. That's like, what can I do? How many offerings can I give you to make me right so I can carry on with life? And just to kind of take that through to our next verse, I'm going to flip ourselves over to New Testament and to James. He says, submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Moving on to verse 10. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will exalt you. Now, James is often kind of figured and talked about as a book of works. It's a very practical book to the church. And, you know, all the things you can do, think about how you live your life. But what stood out to me was actually not this verse about drawing near to God and then humbling yourselves and how God will exalt you. He'll lift you up. But actually, before that, in verse 5, starting from 5 to 6, 
And he says, do you suppose it is to no purpose that the scripture says he yearns jealously over the spirit that he has made to dwell in us, but he gives us more grace. Therefore, it says, God opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. God yearns jealously over the spirit he has made to dwell in us. If that's an interesting thought for you, um, we actually or just did a message on this last year about we did talking through the character of God and how one of his characteristics is jealousy. But God is jealous for the spirit, jealous for our spirit he's put inside of us. Because where are we focusing our attention? Where are we focusing our heart, our spirit to? And it's the thing that Israel missed. You know, they were trying to do all these things. They were trying to make all their sacrifices and go, well, that's all right. As long as I do that, I'm all right. And actually in the middle of this book of James where everyone goes, oh, it's a book of works, you know, battling works and faith, what gets your salvation? But even James is saying, like, it's the, it's the spirit in you. God has given you a spirit, a spirit that communicates with his Holy Spirit. And that is what you need to give to him. And everything else flows out of that. Humility for us, I want to say today, is it's positioning our heart, positioning our spirit to be closer to him, to point towards him. And it's not about what we can do. And so often, I mean, myself, I'm, I'm someone, I'm, I feel like I'm a servant-hearted. I like to do things. I like to get things done. I'm practical. And that's how I, I work out part of my faith. Um, but I can start off with the right heart and go, I want to do this. I want to serve. And then a month later, I'm just like, okay, I'm serving. I'm just serving. Or, you know, what's been highlighted to me recently is actually um, more and more so I find that my relationships with people, it's always been a struggle for me. I'm not a particularly social person. Uh, it's not something that I instantly enjoy uh, necessarily or feel that I desire this connection always. But I've made an effort to be present. Um, I've made an effort to engage with people more often. But yet, I don't always feel like I contribute. Uh, too many times, I just kind of, I can have a conversation, I can be talking back, it's going well. In the back of my head, I've got something else going on, I'm, I'm thinking about, okay, what do I need to do for work? You know, what is my next client? You know, how can I help them? What's going on next? And I'm not fully engaged in contributing with the person I'm with at the time. And you know, this is something for me where I go, okay, humility, get, get, back out, get back out of my own head, out of my own day, what I'm doing, and just make sure that you know, if I'm going to be with someone, I'm going to give them my attention. I'm going to give them everything and I'm going to contribute to that time. And I think that's what Jesus would have wanted. You know, when Jesus was with someone... Was he kind of thinking about something else? Was he thinking about where his next meal's coming from? Was he going, oh, I don't want to do this. I've got to be somewhere else. Or did he stop? 
Did he call the people over? Did he spend time with them? Did he take them aside, break bread, have a meal with them, bless them, minister to them? He had times when he withdrew, but you know, when someone came to him, I feel he was present in every moment. And he was humbling himself to get out of that space of, you know, this is my ministry, you know, what am I doing, um, what's up next, to go, okay, this is my connection point, this is what I'm doing right now. And so this is the part of the challenge today, we've got kind of two points, is one is to think about your walk, how you're going to walk humbly with God, thinking about what are you doing right now, what are the things you can improve on. So I want you to start thinking about these things now because these are things that are, we're going to get you into groups and I'm hoping that you're maybe going to share something. Maybe God just highlighted to you something right now where you go, okay, there's probably an area of my life that actually I can do a little bit better with. Maybe there's someone at work that, okay, I should have spent more time with them. Or maybe it's at home and going, okay, when I'm back home, and my wife's talking to me, I'm actually going to stop. I'm going to look at her and really take it in. <laughs> okay? Little things. Just little things. That's my, Yeah, I should probably try that more. Um, but, you know, start, start to kind of think about these things now. And that's going to be our, our first point, okay? How can you get closer to God? That's what humility is. It's not just how are you going to do something to get close to somebody else, but it's got to be pleasing to God. It's got to be lifting God up. And the second point is, as James said, what areas of life can you, I, adjust your spirit to? So what are we going to do? What areas can we improve in? Maybe God's highlighted that to you, but also there might be something, it might be the same thing, but it might be slightly different where God just says like, okay, I've given you a heart for something, I've put you in a position, given you gifts to, to minister in this way, but are you getting the spirit of it? Have you got the heart right now to do that to its fullest so that it pleases God? Or are you just using his gifts because he's given them to you and you've forgotten the love, you've forgotten the passion that you had for those things. Or you may not have stepped into it yet. So, two things to think about. What can you do? How can you walk closer to God? And then what is it that God might be te teaching you about this morning or telling you about that you can adjust a mindset, adjust your heart in these areas to be pleasing to God? Okay, so get close and please him. So what I'll do, what I'll get you to do, rather, what, what kind of groups, four, five, six, maybe, um, we're just going to spend five minutes on each of those questions. So just take a moment, have a think about it while you shuffle yourselves around. Don't leave somebody sitting on their own. Try and kind of draw them into the group um, so they can hear. And it might be that you, this is your first time here, to make you slightly awkward, uncomfortable. It would be me if I was sitting out where you were, but it's all right, I'm up here. That's actually slightly more comfortable for me for some reason. Um, 
But that's okay, just get into the groups. You don't have to contribute today. If you're really just not kind of happy with that, that's fine. Um, but I do recommend you just kind of get into a group to hear what other people have got to say. Because no matter what it is, you know, we've all got the Spirit of God dwelling in us. And I believe that no, no matter whether you just come to give or you just come to receive, um, that you will be blessed by whatever you hear today. Okay? So let's... Get yourself into small groups, just kind of turn the chairs round, groups four to six. I'll give you a five-minute countdown, and then I'll draw your attention together, and we'll come on to the second question.